0: You're listening to Stumps, your weekly update for everything cricket. Whoa, welcome back to Stumps. Nims is and Bryce McGain with you. And I could tell you what, Bryce, uh, as, as we mentioned off the top of the show, over in Sydney at the moment, it has been the most exciting day of cricket with uh, the WBBL doubleheader finals It's going to be a first time for the Brisbane Heat. They made it through in a thriller in game one. And just when you thought, oh, well, you can't really top that, you got a super over between the Melbourne Renegades, who are also in the final for the first time, and the Sydney Sixers. three time. They could go for three-time champs here, a 3 beat there. But Laura Jolly from cricket.com.au has been good enough to join us. And Laura, where do we start? What, what a day it's been.
1: Yeah, I don't even know how to take it in at the moment. Who <laughs> would have predicted that we'd have two finals that would be that close?
0: Now, let's start off with the uh, with the um, the first one, the Sydney Thunder versus the Brisbane Heat, because it's it's very exciting for Heat supporters out there because it is the first time that have it. And we've seen Sydney dominate, well, both Sydney sides dominate the WBBL in its uh, short inception. So it would have been just great jubilation from uh, the girls in Brisbane.
1: Yeah, it was quite a remarkable finish there with Haiti Burkett taking that catch. And I think all the... The Heat girls, as soon as Nicola Carey hit that shot, they thought it was game over for them. So just the elation from them to have made the final for the first time, having been knocked out in the semis two years ago. It was incredible.
2: The standard has been absolutely exceptional, not only this weekend, but the whole WBBL. And we spoke to you early on in the tournament, Laura, and you, you really put it down to that a lot of these girls now are professional and the way they go about it. They're stronger, they're fitter, they work more on their game, but it's really showing out in the performance. Would you agree?
1: Yeah, I think that's what made, has made this season so good. Just these guys are almost full-time athletes now. They're training quite a few days a week. They're able to actually put so much work into their cricket now. They've got better coaches, better facilities, and it's just turned into the most ridiculously good season.
0: One thing I, I, something that really stood out for me is we've been seeing the emergence of newer players. I mean, we, we all know the household names like the Elise Perrys, uh, you know, your Alyssa Healy's and all that, but... Um, Someone that really stood out for me today was the Brisbane Heat's Sammy Joe Johnson because I, prior to WBBL 04, I'd, I'd never heard of her. I didn't really know too much about her. But now she's just someone that is definitely going to be, you know, a superstar for years to come because not, not only was she performing with the ball, but she was also performing with the bat too. And that's a big reason why uh, the Heat are in there.
1: Yeah, it seems almost like she's come out of nowhere this season. She's been moved up to number three with the Heat and really taken that opportunity. She just goes out there, gives her the bash, and she's been coming off more often than not. And then with the ball, she bowls fast. She seems to cause plenty of problems, especially in that opening power play. But um, the reason she's come out of nowhere is because she was lost to cricket for a couple of years. She went through some really awful personal problems. Mm -hmm. She's got a really fascinating story as well.
0: I, I I've managed to to see that. Uh, there's a great write up there on cricket. dot com. dot So uh, have a look at that. But it's just all of these names that are just coming out and becoming uh, household ones. As as I said, has been really really good. But to, look, another thing that we do need to point out is obviously the Sydney Thunder. Uh, they would be absolutely shattered too, because I'm sure that there's one hell of a rivalry between both Sydney teams. And to see the Sixes go through again. And unfortunately, have to just miss out on the chocolates this time around. must be absolutely devastating for Alex Blackwell and her girls.
1: Yeah, they spoke about that yesterday, that they got that first WBBL title and the Sixers have won the two since. So they did see it as a bit of an opportunity to level the the scores there. So um, they're pretty gutted to not get through, especially with it going down to the final ball. But they do have a pretty good foundation there, and I reckon they'll still be pushing for finals for a few years to come.
2: Oh, there's no doubt about that. They've got a super team, and Rachel Haynes, unfortunately, the star from the Australian lineup, unfortunately missed out at the start. Just want to move on to the second game, and uh, as Nim said earlier, like, we thought that first game was a ripper, but it just got better. And the Renegades w- would probably be outsiders against the Sixers, but boy, did they give them a run for their money. Yeah, I
1: think that one was the big shock. Just the Sixers have been so good. They're so packed full of talent. And the Renegades slipped into the finals. They are an elite bowling side, but their batting hasn't really been a good point for them all season. So you kind of thought even 130 might be a bit too much for them, particularly once they lost those three early wickets. I think they were three for 19. But to see Sophie Molyneux and Jeff Duffin come out like that and take it to the final over and then tie it, it was just incredible.
0: Well, we mentioned Sophie Molyneux and uh, she really, really, like, in that last ball where she went for three, well, well, she was doing her absolute best to go for three. You can tell the poor girl was just absolutely spent. And uh, she she has been another one that has um, sort of been one of the other big emergence from this tournament. And the spin trio that we've seen. at uh, at the Melbourne Renegades has been fantastic. I want to talk about the Sixers because Dane Van Nykirk is someone else who also got the Sixers over the line. Basically, her and Elise Perry teamed up for a fantastic sort of um, partnership that really got them out of the fire. And Dane Van Nykirk, do you know if if she's going to come back? Is is this a long-term signing for the Sixers?
1: Yeah, she's been with them for three seasons now. She played her first season for the Renegades, funnily enough. Mm -hmm. But um, she and her wife, Marizan Cap, uh very dedicated Sixers, and I think they'll be long term players with this club. Um, they love them and gender, and they've been class performers for them all along.
0: It was really odd to sort of see so many single digit scores in the Sydney Sixers lineup because, as we've said, they've dominated so much. Elise Perry, we've spoken numerous uh, numerous times about her, but Alyssa Healy and Ash Gardner, and Aaron Burns knows how to absolutely destroy a bowling attack. So I could think that when. Uh, when the Renegades got in, got back to the sheds after the first innings, they would have thought, oh, yeah, we've got this. But uh, you just can't fault the defending champs, can you?
1: No, they're just an incredible team. And this is probably the third match in a row where their batting hasn't really come off. Perry's still been making 50s, but they've been determined to keep going really hard at it and really try and play an exciting, hard hitting brand of cricket, which is probably why we've seen them produce some low scores. But the thing about their batting lineup is that it's just endless. If you get. Perry or Healy cheaply, then you've got Gardner, Aaron Burns, Sarah Mcglashan, a former Kiwi international. You get through them, and then you've still got Van Newkirk coming in. So, when they bat so deep, you probably never safe at the sixes.
2: It is a star-studded lineup, that is for sure. Just interested in uh, your feeling just around who bowled in the in the power play um, in the in the super over rather um, for the, the the Renegades. Molly Strano took that one over. Um, had had been bowling well throughout the tournament. There's no question about that. She opened the bowling and, and went for over seven and over in these conditions just in, in the main body of the game. Leah Tahuhu um, did particularly well there. So she had one for 18 off her four overs. W- w- was there a surprise that it was Molly rather than maybe Leah that, uh, that that came on for that over?
1: Yeah, it was an interesting decision there. I think obviously Marathon with the previous over had shown how effective pace could be in that Super Over, but I guess with just six runs on the board, it was going to be pretty hard for the Renegades regardless, so they probably just went to to look at the pace off the ball option and try and force Healy and Perry to generate their own power.
2: Sure.
0: Well, we got the uh, the final up next week. Uh, obviously, this will play into the Sydney Sixers' advantage being back at Drummond Oval. Um, uh, Brisbane Heat play with nothing to lose here, so we want the hot tip from you, Laura. You've seen a lot of the WBBL. Then just today, you would have saw, seen the fight between uh, all four of these teams. But what's your tip for next week?
1: Well, I don't want to be boring and just pick a three-peat, so I'm going to go on the heat. I think they've just been the most exciting team all season, and they're in form at the right time.
0: Well, there you go. You heard it here first. And uh, uh, Laura, we really appreciate you taking some time out to have a chat with us here on Stumps. And uh, you go rest up. I'm sure you need to get your adrenaline down just a little bit after a huge day. So uh, put the feet up and maybe watch the lads uh, in the Melbourne Derby at uh, Marvel Stadium.
1: Yeah, thanks very much for having me.
0: (laughs) Laura Jolly there from cricket.com.au. We're going to take a quick break. Back with more from Stumps right after this.